thank you for tuning in to Ascend the Hill with Jeremy Austell. Make sure to share and subscribe to this podcast so you're notified when new episodes are available. Hey, welcome to 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. We hope that this fasting journey is going well for you, that you're growing deeper spiritually, that you're discovering more truths, and that these devotionals that you're watching are ministering to you wherever you're at, whether you're at home, you're listening to them in your car, wherever you're at, we just hope that you are enjoying these devotionals. And today we have Pastor John Michael with us. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Subtle wave. We got it. (laughs) And today's an interesting topic because it kind of goes off of a few things that I think have come up in some past conversations, but I think really dives into this point of um, kind of the topic of if we're talking the negative side of it, the topic of anxiety, we're mm-hmm. talking the positive side of it, it's trusting the Lord, you know? And yeah. beyond that, it's a specific verse that goes beyond trusting the Lord. And what is that verse? What is the verse we're talking about yeah, today? Yeah, so uh, this morning we're going to be looking at Matthew 6, 33. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a little, it's cool if I give a little context, kind of set the scene. Yeah, what is Matthew, uh, real quick, for everyone listening or watching, can you yeah. just uh, quote or say yeah. Matthew 6, 33? Um, so I'll read it really quick. Um, so Matthew 6, 33 uh, says it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Mm. So, um, kind of give it a little context to it, and I think that's a verse a lot of us have heard. Um, yeah. It, uh, I think it was even a song when I was growing up in kids ministry. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And uh, anyway, <laughs> no, um, keep singing. We're, we're a, going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Sing we all along. came here for. Um, but it, it's part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. So uh, Matthew chapter six is kind of in the middle of it, verses uh, chapters five through seven. And so uh, he goes through a lot of different topics. He talks about a hey, giving to those in need. He talks about prayer, fasting, um, where we should store our treasures um, in heaven rather than here on earth. Uh, talks about how we can't serve two masters, both God and money. And then yeah. it all kind of culminates the last section um, verses, I believe, 25 to 34, uh, focusing on anxiety and worry. And my Bible kind of has a header. It says the cure for anxiety. And so for me personally, I would I would say I'm not necessarily one who deals with anxiety. However, um, as I've gotten older in my life, um, as I've uh, become a pastor, got married, uh, am a dad now, have another child on the way. Uh, even though I, I want to fight it, worries uh, mm-hmm. sometimes kind of you know bubble up. And so uh, a long time ago, I was at um, uh, a pastor conference and there was a, a speaker who was on stage and said, hey, the number one piece of advice I would give to young believers or young pastors is, hey, memorize scripture now. And so in my devotion since then, Matthew 6.33 has been a verse that I've highlighted, I've memorized, um, because it is one I have to go back to in my spirit a lot when the, the worries, the stresses of, of daily life just, just happen. And I think we can all agree that even though we all want life to go great, there are times where it's out of our control, yeah. and uh, I'm one who reacts uh, with my flesh a lot. And uh, so this Matthew 6.33 is a big one that helps me. But anyway... Um, the last portion of Matthew chapter six talks about, hey, what's the cure for anxiety? And Jesus kind of tells people, hey, stop always worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, which were the two predominant needs or worries of the time, and then hits on uh, two of God's creation and how God takes care of, of those two things. He talks about, hey, we have, look at the birds of the air. Yeah. God feeds them, provides for them. Hey, look at the lilies in the field. God clothes them. They're beautiful. And so if he takes care of those two creations, how much more is he going to care about meeting the needs of his children? And so then Jesus goes, stop worrying 
um, like the non-believers do about uh, these issues, all these things instead, uh, have faith in your heavenly father. And so that leads into um, his directive um, or his command of, hey, seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you or added unto you. I, I'm yeah. really trying hard not to <laughs> sing sing the song. Um, and so there are a couple of highlights in the verse that I, I kind of want to expand on. Uh, yeah. The first one kind of being at the end of the verse is as in all these things will be added unto you. I think a lot of times this verse gets extrapolated to, man, God's going to give me everything I want. Yeah. And I, I, the I, car, I, yeah, the yeah, yeah, house, I, the I shoes. Wish, and I wish that was true. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but what Jesus is saying, because we have to look at the audience he's talking to, he's he's talking about the needs of the people. And so when he says all these things, he's referring to the things of, of, of clothing, of food, which were the basic needs, the most predominant needs of the time. And so for us today, I mean, we I would say everybody listening, you and I, we probably would define a few more needs in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do believe that, hey, if we seek God's kingdom first, if we live a righteous life, then he will give us everything we need, or he will give us all these things. And so, and I, I've seen that play out in my own life a couple times where um, I'm in a state of worry. And yeah. uh, I, uh, for one, one quick example is, uh, um, it was, gosh, 2021, my wife was uh, eight months pregnant with mm-hmm. our first child. And we had just sold our home and I was living with my in-laws. And so we're about uh, 30 to 45 days from our, our daughter, Bonnie, being born. And I'm, I'm in a state of worry and we are house hunting, house hunting, house hunting. And literally nothing. And I'm doing everything I can to like find a home, doing all the research and it's just not working out. And so uh, my wife and I just got together. Um, we prayed, we, Hey God, we know you got this. And again, this is a state where I want to take control Yeah. Uh, as, as the husband, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to provide a home for my wife and future child. Um, but we just gave it to God and we mm-hmm. just say, Hey Lord, we're going to put this in your hands. I'm not going to stress about it anymore. Uh, I know you're going to take care of us. And yeah. so, um, I would say about a week later, we were actually on vacation. It was like our our final vacation without kids. Um, <laughs> I got a phone call from a realtor. Um, a house that had denied us in the past um, was now open again. Yeah. And uh, we were able to get the home for less than we originally offered. It was a total miracle. That's and, great. Uh, God had us. Yeah. Um, now, again, is it a palace? No, but it is the perfect home for my family, yeah. for my daughter, for our future son who'll be born here in a little bit. And so um, I do fully believe that, hey, if we if we uh, as believers say, hey, I'm committed to serving God with all of my heart, I'm going to put him first in all aspects of my life. If we do those things, then I believe we're going to live a righteous life. I don't think you can live righteously without putting God first in every area of your life, whether it's easy to do or difficult to do. Um, and then he will take care of all of our needs yeah. and uh, according to his will. Yeah. And so um, uh, this is a huge verse for my life. It's one I have to go back to a lot. But <laughs> I do believe in this time of of fasting, of prayer, of kind of recalibrating for the new year, that if we put this, fir- this verse at the forefront of our minds, um, not only of our personal lives, but over our families, over our spouses, over our children, um, that we're going to see all of our needs be met yeah. um, according to God's will for each and every one of us. Yeah, it's so interesting. And we're wrapping up here, but it's so interesting how when the worries are coming, you feel this need to kind of want to take control yeah. and try to fix it. Oh, all this stuff has happened. Well, I need to grit down. I need to bear down. Yes, absolutely. But then it seems like in a lot of circumstances, the worry or the anxiety 
like expands mm. and grows. But then when you put the verse into practice, which seems counterintuitive yeah. to say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to spend time with you first. I'm mm. going to put you first. Things kind of fall into place. He takes care of you. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I've seen that in my own life where you get so focused on the thing mm-hmm. that you're worried about instead of just taking a step back and focusing on the person that you're supposed to be focused on. And then you're taken care of and he provides yeah. for you. And- I, yeah. And I, I heard this quote, um, I'm not sure who said, I, I'm not sure where it came from, but it was uh, worrying never added an extra hour to the day. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I don't know. I, it's a lesson I probably still need to learn. Yeah. But um, I always found that funny that we can be anxious about something. We can worry over and over and over, but it's not going to do anything for us. It's not going to add an extra hour to the day. Yeah. Um, and personally, I like to have as least amount of stress in my life as possible. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, giving it to God, uh, walking in faith, um, living righteously, putting him first are all things that we know we should do as believers. And if we do those things, I believe that God's going to fulfill our needs in the end. Yeah. Well, if you are during this fast or even yeah. before this fast and coming into the fast, you you felt like you've been dealing with that anxiety in your life or or just worrying about everyday things and it seems like things just aren't going the way that you think they were were or were supposed to go or uh whatever it is that the internal um anxiousness it's like a little alarm clock that's inside yeah. you that's just going off it feels like it's going off all the time or some somehow there's a mental weight whatever you're going through apply this verse to your life especially yeah. during this fast make an intentional effort to accept the challenge to put God first and that looks like Maybe reading your Bible first thing in the morning, focusing yeah. on Him, giving Him praise and worship before worrying about the rest of the day. And then just do that continually and see how your life changes, how the anxiety will fade over time as you put God first in your life and make this a practice and a habit out of relationship, not out of duty. Thank yeah. you so much, Pastor John Michael, yeah, for sharing this. Yeah. I think it's very timely. And remember, Matthew 6, He's going to take care of you. Just put His kingdom first and everything else will be added to you. All the needs that you have, he'll take care of. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to follow or subscribe and share this podcast on social media. Until next time, have a great day.